0: ladies and gentlemen welcome back to another episode of let's talk 20s episode 29 or 30 depending on what gets uploaded first but regardless we're cranking out these episodes and i actually have within the last few weeks have received more feedback more people reaching out i want to shout out to kendall who has listened several times and just recently dm me and gave a really nice note. And same thing to Josie who complimented me as well. And I'm sure you gentlemen are getting texts, DMs, whatever, saying all this. Yeah? Awesome. Yeah. So cool. I, we must be well, yeah. doing something right. Or at least a thing no. or two, right? No.
1: Nope.
0: No. Right. We're not helping anybody. We're getting there.
2: This, this We're getting just... there. We're no, getting we really there. are. It's it's great.
0: Uh, still keeping up the energy for 2023. I That's actually going to be my opening question. <clears throat> as we discussed for the recordings we did for New Year's and kind of talking about resolutions and stuff, how is the energy in the vibe for twenty twenty three? Because we we all three said that this year's different. Like, something's in the air. We still we still feel like that.
1: Still up, yep. baby. As long as we're not going straight across, as long as we're going up, I don't care if it, we go up, up <laughs> that way. Up. No, it's going somewhere. It's going yes. up.
0: Yes, sir, Connor. Yeah. Same way.
2: Yeah, absolutely. I was trying to share this earlier, but today I got to, you, you boys know I'm trying to, and all the listeners who have been with us for a little bit know I'm going to be going to a new career for music therapy. So I got to actually see it for the first time in person today. I intended four sessions and I got to participate in three of them. So that was already big. First month already got a huge thing done for my career. So that was Ooh. pretty cool. And I got accepted back into KSU so that was a uh, big wins already you know easy first dude, one well on. thank you thank you how, how was, uh,
0: did it confirm your your passion for music therapy after you actually watched the sessions and everything oh
2: dude it's so cool it doesn't even it looks like it doesn't even look like a job it just it just looks like you're playing music with kids like obviously it's more than that um mm-hmm. and maybe i'll go into a small mini about it myself when I am in the field and I can rant about it, but it's, it's, it's really cool. Anybody who wants to read more about it, please look up the AMTA website, American music therapy association. It's really cool. Oh
0: yeah. I love to hear that.
1: Yeah. yeah.
0: What about you, man? Big things. What energy? Oh, energy. Oh, we're there. We are there. I was was telling GT pre-recording that I got my, sleep apnea issue solved which i didn't realize how bad it was until you know i had my sleep study done and then the follow up with the doctor and he was saying yeah this is really bad you know you're holding your breath for an average of 12 seconds and your longest is you know anyway it doesn't matter but the point is i got my cpap machine so i'm going to be breathing like darth vader but i'll be sleeping better and my energy is even going to be higher so I am your father. So nothing how, can How did stop you me. know? How did you know you had sleep apnea? Mainly waking up and thinking I had to use the bathroom but I wouldn't have to. And then especially when, when Cam would come over, she would wake me up in the middle of the night because she said that I would stop breathing in the middle of the night. And so she would like wake oh. me up to make sure I'm still alive. Essentially. Oh okay. And That's I loud and everything. Bro, it is scary. Like That's so the doc scary. said. The doc said this is just, you know, the one night I was there for my sleep study that the longest I didn't breathe was 91 and a half seconds. So I'm just oh, sitting there. wow. Sitting there in my sleep, not breathing for a minute and a half. Yeah. So my wa- mine was That's considered- close. Yeah. Well, mine was considered one blockage on average, one blockage an hour short to be considered severe. But he said, if I went back, I would have had 30 or more blockages per hour because of, I don't know, just because Holy. I slept really well that night. So- Anyways, really bad Jeez. sleep apnea getting that fixed. So my Good, energy man. and everything should be a lot better. But besides that, I want to dive into this episode, boys, for this week. We got embracing fear of the unknown.
1: Hell yeah. Okay. Gentlemen, I won't start, start us this off. One off boys. What is the first topic. Topic in embracing fear of the unknown gentlemen? What is your take?
2: Ready? Take a dive. Come That's on. What you do. Take a dive. Take a dive.
1: <laughs> Take a dive straight on.
2: No, but you I mean it's it it kind of just depends on like I don't know, it kind of depends for me like what the unknown is in the situation. It could be like unknown, oh how is this job going to work? Unknown, oh how is this relationship with this date with this first person going to work, you know? But at the end of the day, there's only the way I think about it, I, I kind of mean it when I say just dive in head first and don't think about it too much and just be present in the moment. And, you know, you're going to feel anxiety. You're going to feel fear sometimes when you're jumping into something new and something unknown. But I say don't be afraid of those emotions and don't try to run away from them. Just lean into them. Maybe even embrace them and accept them and even learn to love them because they're going to be there sometimes whether you like them or not so you might as well learn to have a good love relationship with them so dive in
0: all right the last bit of that is exactly what i was thinking even even if you're trying to prevent a certain variable in your life well guess what you've preventing that variable there's still something else out there that you you don't know about you're unsure about so Regardless, no matter how much you try to prepare for it, there's still going to be that unknown. There's still going to be uncertainty, no matter how much you think you're in control. So, like Connor said, you just got to – I mean, in terms of embracing it, you got to dive in. Like Connor said, you just got to get in there.
1: Just get in there, baby. I i agree. I think – for me personally, I think it's just go about it and don't stop. Just, just go because I think you'd be a lot – happier with how things happen when you don't even think about it. Like you said, you go into it, but you do have a little bit of thinking, you know, like, all right, cool. I have this and that with me. I can go about it different ways, you know, if need be. But for the most part, don't start holding back. Cause as soon as you start holding back, that's where it's going to slowly pull you away and you're eventually not going to go and do it. Right. So yeah. it's something where com- commit to it. If you're going to do it, commit to it. Don't say I might do it right. It's called unknown for a reason. And when people say, they talk about fear and unknown, you think about, you get scared because it's literally what fear means, but also unknown. A lot of people want to know so that they can plan and go about it, but it's those two come, come together. You put fear, which has unknown in it, but you put them together and a lot of people start to f- panic all over the place.
0: Well, GT and Connor to follow that up with you gentlemen, what is it about the unknown that puts fear in you on a personal level? You know,
1: for me pers for me personally, it's sometimes I think about If I do an action, if I haven't thought it through fully, could it bite me in the rear later Mm -hmm. on to where I had great intentions and great thoughts and, you know, great intent to something. had a purpose for something, but maybe I didn't think it quite fully through. Yeah. And then I screw myself because then something arouses and I'm like, oh God, that's some more stuff in it when honestly i think i just need to enjoy it more and just you know if something pops up awesome go like let's let's dive into it let's let's solve it let's break it up let's let's do it yeah yeah i can
2: relate to why that kind of definition of the unknown put fear into me personally i for me too another thing that i can add on to it is just my you know i'm an overthinker and i often when there's something unknown even though new stuff a lot of the times is exciting in life and it grabs our attention more and we're more drawn to it because it's new you don't know what to expect from it so your mind will let you go into all these different directions it's like train tracks you know the train can go this direction this direction or it can stop at this stop but you don't you don't know what's going to happen and so when you're, for example, like maybe starting a new job, you don't know what the people are like, you don't know what the, the work environment is like, you don't know what the building's like, the area around your work, like all these factors. It could be great and everybody could be really supportive or it could be terrible. And because you don't know and you can't like tangibly put your mind behind something like physical, that's what stresses me out and that's why the unknown gets scary for me sometimes. Because I don't embrace the fact that I don't know. And I treat that sometimes as a bad thing. Really, I should just embrace it and go, well, I can learn something from it, but it's hard sometimes it really is.
0: Yeah. It's all about really, it's just a mindset of, it can be an absolutely miserable process or miserable thing for you to think about the future and what that can hold for you, good or bad. Or you can look at, like you just said at the end of there, Connor, about, well, I can learn something from this, or it can be a great moment for me. You know, everyone is so focused on possibility of the negatives of the unknown, but you, like you said, JT, you know, something in action can bite you in the ass, or you can reap the rewards for your future self. So it's one of those things where, yeah, there might be some negatives, sure, but what about the positives behind it? But what puts fear in me is probably the fact that there's times where I can do everything for my current present self. But something in the future could come up that I didn't know about. And I could just mess up everything that I'm currently working for. So that's what the unknown puts fear in me. It's, it's definitely an effect of, I can do everything right on my end, but then it's just that outside force or that outside factor that I didn't even know was going to be coming. And it just ruins all the momentum I had. So then I feel like all the work I put in was for nothing when it's really not like that. But, yeah. You know, that's my initial reaction. But to kind of also that. steer the direction into a quote that I think actually embody what we just answered in a way, the quote is many times the thought of fear itself is greater than what
2: it is we fear.
0: So how how can this a quote apply to
2: those in their 20s? I mean, the first thing that immediately came to my mind in fear of the unknown is what happens to people after they graduate college and that was what the first episode was about about let's talk 20s there's so many unknown factors that happen after you graduate college that you might try to figure out before you graduate you know securing a job maybe where you're going to live and what your general day-to-day is going to look like but because everything was so structured beforehand it's like you really don't know what it's going to be like and so it's you you fear what that's going to be but it's almost like you're not like fearing anything tangible you're just afraid of the feeling that fear gives yeah. you because i know fear for me y'all you, you know what fear feels like it's like anxiety and it's like yeah. dread
1: we, we hate i feel it. like
2: everybody hates that feeling no you guys gotta hate that feeling
1: oh yeah oh yeah it's i think it's that's where you gotta be mentally strong and you gotta You just can't let that affect you. And from like me personally, it's greater than what it is. We fear it's, I agree 100% coming out of college. I think it's a massive topic that, and it's a massive event that people think it's very scary because guess what? You're in the real world now. You, like you said, real job, you know, you got to start making money because insurance and benefits like insurance, bro when we turn what is it 25 or 26 you're now on your own you gotta start paying insurance or somehow you'll get like jacked up on prices on stuff or like something where you got to get rent and you know like you can be kicked out of the house or parents take you know take care of you you can still be there but at some point you're gonna have to pay these bills pay these taxes and you're gonna have to grow up and do your own thing right
2: I agree. And Tanner, I want to hear what you were going to say. I just, GT sparked something in my head. You talked about not just with college, but what we hear that we're supposed to do when we're in our twenties, when we're like doing all these big life events. And I know that's going to be, it'll be either the previous episode or the next episode, but you know, big life events and stuff like that. We hear about those expectations that people build up, but we don't know what to expect from them because we ourselves have never dealt with them before. So it's almost like, The reason why the fear of the the unknown is greater than the known is because there is so many factors that you can't control with the unknown, so that's that's just way scarier. And so, I think because it's in our twenties, there is so much that's not established with you as a person yet. uh, You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, well, that that was essentially what I was going to say. Especially damn when we're in our twenties, no, because a lot of stuff that we're experiencing or are supposed to do in our twenties is the first of something. First time having a house, our first marriage, having our first kid possibly, you know, moving for the first time, all this stuff. And you can read all the books you want. You can watch all the videos online. You can have other people tell you what to expect or how things are going to go. But until you experience it yourself, there's still going to be unknown. There's still going to be uncertainty about that situation. Plus everything varies in every instance. It's not going to be the same person to person but so in your 20s when you're trying to figure out all this stuff by yourself or with other people who are experiencing it for the first time like your partner and your marriage for the first marriage or you and your wife having your first kid together you know in your 20s you're going through all these things that you haven't experienced before and unfortunately no matter how how much info you have in your brain if you have no application of the no if you don't have the application of the thing there's always going to be that unknown and that fear So that's why I think the quote is very relatable for people in their 20s.
2: Yeah, I I, I agree. You you summarized it like right, right what I was thinking, man. And it makes me think of whether it's in your 20s or whether you were a teenager, even a kid, you know. I'm curious, maybe getting a little more personal with us, thinking about times in our lives when the fear of the unknown has maybe kept us from something. Can you guys think of one time in your life when you've let the fear of the unknown keep you from making a decision? And if you got one, did you end up regretting it later?
1: I think we all would be lying if we didn't say there has been different times where we haven't done things that we regret. And I would say, I hate saying this. I hate saying this. I was afraid of all the work to apply to scholarships. And I was afraid of all the essays, all the communication, talking to people and all that. That's one thing that I, I will honest to God say, and I know everything happens for a reason, but why the hell did that have to happen to me? Why the hell can I not have just been a better person and just done the essays, called people, but no, I was a dumbass. I was like, nope, I'm good. One that I'm gonna say is, I think a lot of people can relate to, especially on this podcast of Let's Talk 20s, because guess what? These loans suck. <laughs> These loans yeah, are yeah. no fun to pay. <laughs> no, they are not. So that's one. I, I'm going to say that's my one. I got plenty more. Not plenty more, but I got a couple more. But that one is my Everybody's big one. Everybody's got them, man. But you, Tanner?
0: I don't know if I necessarily regret it. But uh, something I've said over the years is that I really wanted to get into music. And I let, really it boiled down to money. I let money affect my decision of not buying this equipment. And I actually reached out to several people that were producers in Atlanta. And they were going to let me come out there and like, actually send a studio and see if it's something that I was interested in. But I, I didn't want to do it because I was going to be driving two hours by myself to go to some. Undisclosed location into a music studio and stuff. So, I had an opportunity to do that kind of stuff, but I decided purely based on money, which I'm glad I didn't because that was around the time where my apartment complex said, Hey Tanner, cough up some money or you might be kicked out. So in a long run, it worked out, but yeah, it's just those few thoughts that you have, you're like, Oh, I wish I could be this or do that. And it's the fear of like, Oh, I don't have enough money. I shouldn't do that. Or you know, what if I suck at it? Well, guess what? You suck at everything when you first start out at it. Um, so Most of the time. Most of the time. Yeah, unless you have a natural gift, which fucking pursue it then if you want to do something and you have a talent for it.
2: Or what else do are you it. waiting for? Yeah. Yeah. You, you need to do it. Yeah. And I mean, you kind of already covered. I was curious if y'all let the fear of the unknown let you not make a decision but you didn't end up regretting it so it sounds like tanner you didn't totally end up regretting that decision Um, and you did end up buying that equipment later too you know so it's never too late you're still bro we're in our 20s yeah yep i should Uh, i should pick it up you're right well hey you know there's always time That's what we talk about here. That's right, Um, babe. I would say mine is I always regretted never doing a musical or doing any kind of theater performance. I always thought I would have been really good at that. And I had an opportunity to do it in high school and in college. But just like this whole, which I've talked about on here, my journey with like not going into music school because I was too afraid. uh, I was just too afraid that my skills weren't good enough, even though I loved doing it. And it almost like I didn't care what people actually thought about my skills. It's just I didn't believe in myself enough. And I definitely regret it because I always wondered what it would have been like. I always wondered what it would have been like if I had gone into some kind of musical with some of my friends in high school. And... Now I'm living at a point in my my life where I I don't want to look back like that again and go, man, I wish I had done that. So if I get a chance and I have the time and the means to do a musical, I don't care how old I am, I'm going to do it. I just got to open up the time to do it. Because I'm not going to look back and be 80 and be like, man, why didn't I ever do that? No, I'm not going to do that. Right. So that that would be my big one.
1: I like that. I like that, boys. It kind of goes into... My question, when was the time where you were afraid of embracing your fear at that moment? Did you embrace your fear? Like, If so, what came out of that? And if not, what came out of that? And were you happy with the results? 100%.
0: 100%. The big one for me was post-graduation. I know I've said it so many times, but it's the most applicable one because it's, I've reaped the most rewards from this one is after Auburn, graduating Auburn, I was either gonna stay in Atlanta or move to Atlanta, stay in Auburn or move up to Kentucky to be closer to Cameron essentially. And uh, there was a lot of fear of the unknown. I knew what was happening at Auburn and all my friends were a year behind me. So I knew I could at least have that friend group for another year and just work and try to figure something out. But I took the chance and moved up to Kentucky without knowing anyone besides my family and Cam. And you know, turns out I moved up here and the COVID re- restrictions and protocols in the medical facilities weren't as strict as Alabama. And I ended up getting the two jobs that I worked at for over a year and made a bunch of friends and connections as a result of it that were my letters of recommendation for grad school that turned into probably part of the reason how I got into grad school. So it was like this butterfly effect of one thing leading to another in a positive direction because I didn't know when I moved up here if I would even have a job opportunity. I just moved up here and then I started looking at jobs. And I just I just said, fuck it, you know? Like what other option is there really? So I embraced it, yes. I embraced a fear of the unknown and then the unknown turned out to be okay.
1: I like that. What about you, Connor? I mean it's mine's
2: eerily similar. I mean there's multiple there's multiple things that I've done that I've been afraid of embracing, and it's never as bad as I thought it was going to be. I mean, that's that's life a lot of the times with fear and expectations. The negatives are never as bad as you think they're going to be, and maybe sometimes it's not always the those positives maybe reach the high expectations that you set for them, you know? But I would say for me, it was definitely moving to Virginia. Uh, So much was up in the air with, like, I didn't know what I wanted to do with my career, but I had this job and I was going to make good money. I knew I wanted to go live in another state because I'd always dreamed of it. I was in a troubling relationship and didn't know if that was going to work. I mean, there was so much unknown and I didn't know anybody up there except for my older brother, but I moved up there. And even though it was hard and there was a lot that was not great about it, when I look back on it now, I think about the fond memories, honestly, more than anything, the the good big moments that I shared with people, none of the, the small, like maybe daily troubles I had, you know, I knew there were, there was a lot of them and I had some dark times, but I don't know. I, I always try to see the positive side of things. And so it it wasn't, it was a good thing for me as well, Tanner, I would say. So I I can relate to in a way, which, what you're talking about. And then we've talked about that at length you and I personally, but GT, I haven't heard about your story.
1: So to keep this short, I was afraid to come home after I got basically almost expelled. I got suspended for six months and I was scared. I thought my life, I thought I just really screwed up in life. I gained so much weight. I got suspended out of my out of college I was in and I lost all my offers everywhere else. And I thought I wasn't gonna go nowhere. All I was gonna do was gonna go to community school and do nothing and just be like, and I thought, and I I thought I was going to be like, uh, like a low life. And I was going to be like doing nothing. I was going to do a whole lot with my life. But and that's not this is not taking like anything against people who go to community schools, because sometimes going to community school is the absolute right thing. But I was in such a dark place to where I thought life was going to be horrible for the rest of my life. Yeah, but I came to the realization that I need to get, I need to relax and I need to breathe and know that life is so much better than what I was making it as. And and I will always say fighting depression was probably one of the scariest things. I was so scared to like try to get better. I didn't think I could get better. I thought I was at the lowest. I was like, this is so bad in my oh. life. And I thought it, I thought I was it. And I was like, I don't know, I don't know if I could do this anymore. I hated life. I hated stuff, but it was all just a mindset. And it was one of those I just had to get myself regrouped and tell myself like, hey, you got this. Like you cannot put yourself down. This is not why you were brought to this earth and it's not your purpose in life and you need to rise above it and you need to not let this define you, but let your recovery and your comeback And not even like a comeback, You're bring yourself back into the light and bring yourself into higher above than what Mm -hmm. you might've thought you were. And just be that strong, you know, be that strong you that you thought you never would be and never thought you'd come back to and just only grow and grow and don't ever go down, but just take that step forward. even if it's fear of the unknown, take that step and don't let it break you, but only let it make you stronger and that much better of a person.
0: it's the only option right yeah that's the only option for a lot of people is you either do or you don't and that was beautifully said by you gt yeah Um, i remember helping you out through that situation obviously being in college as well and being far away from you it's really hard to only text or call you and try to make sure you're in a decent headspace and are pushing yourself in a good direction. Cause there for a minute, it almost seemed like you, you were about to give up and that's been really cool over the years to see you grow. And like you said, build yourself back up and here you are, you're moving into your own place. You graduated from college first off. So you did finish school, but you're moving oh, into man. your own place. You got some good jobs lined up for you. Like, you know, things are bright, but to follow it. that up, since we just talked about our past situation where we were kind of at least afraid of the unknown, or at least had some fear in us. I guess my question is right now, are you guys still struggling with controlling the fear of the unknown?
1: Oh yeah. No, not anymore. I feel like I'm not, I feel like at times, yeah. Sometimes I'll think, oh my God, like it's scary, but then I just take a step back and I'm like, dude, you cannot let this keep going on. You just gotta be strong mentally and know that if it's not what you expected, Maybe it's going to be that much better if if you don't yeah. know what it is, because then you can just go in it with a clear mind, clear headspace, and it could be even better than maybe what you had originally thought of. Yeah, I,
2: What um, about you, Connor? Well, I mean, I still, I, I'm glad that GT, you, you from what from where you came from, you can pull yourself out of this now on a day to day basis. It sounds like, and when stuff gets tough for you. It's, you've got a good frame of mind about it and you got a good support system, man. So good, man. For me, even though I have all those things as well, I still feel like I deal with fear of the unknown and really just fear of the known on a daily basis. And it's because, again, we talked about it earlier. I struggled for so long with just being afraid of fear itself. So it, it didn't matter. It, it's almost like I would just get afraid and anxious of nothing but yeah. it, it like didn't matter because I couldn't pull myself out of my own emotions. But 2023 and the end of 22 especially have both been really great at getting me more mindful and more present with this. And the way I've learned to cope with this on a daily basis is I, I don't run from it anymore. If I feel fear and anxiety, I, I don't just try to go like, hey, it's okay. Sometimes that works for me, but I often found that I would push it off. So I started doing this thing where I'm just like, oh, you know, I feel that. I I love that. I love that. I feel that way. Even if I don't feel like I love it, it's weird, but it's like turning it from a hate against the fear into a love against the fear. It makes it easier to just accept the fact that you're just, you're just feeling something. And then it makes my brain able to process it and just move on with it a lot easier. I learned that trick from my younger brother, actually. Uh, So that is something that I've been trying to practice every day is if I feel or think or something goes on with the unknown that I don't like or fear, I love that I feel that way. Even if I don't agree with it, I'm going to say, and my brain has a more positive frame of mind.
0: Yeah, absolutely. It's, uh, that's with any emotion too. I think what really helped me as well, Connor, is like you literally just said, is that whatever emotion I was feeling, instead of pushing it off and, and all that accepted and fully felt the emotions that were coming at me in that moment, which my highs are highs, my lows are lows. But in terms of fear, just like you, that has definitely helped me. And I don't even think it's fear for me now. I think it's more so switched to like stress because I don't, I'm not scared of the unknown and realizing that there's not a lot of stuff I can control. I am completely fine with that. Like that's life. I think it's more so of the stress of me trying to uh navigate my future without knowing what that is like i said before working on myself now to better my future self and that stress because i'm very introspective and i'm very very hard on myself and beat myself up over little stupid shit. and and uh, so it's not even really the fear of the unknown it's more so of the stress of me trying to make my future and the unknown as good as possible which Mm -hmm. once again, you can only do so much, but it's like this endless vicious cycle. I try to convince myself I can't do it, but I have to, you know what I mean? On a daily basis, you just have to feel how you feel, embrace it fully. And one day at a time, there's a difference between fearing the unknown of five, 10 years from now. Versus fearing what's going on tomorrow or possibly the next week
2: or something. Like you said, you could fear the unknown about five to 10 years from now if you have a kid and you're, man, what's this kid going to be like when he's 10 years old and he was just born? You know, stuff like that. You can't. You can't always control what comes to your brain, you know, but I I know I brought this up earlier. We get so afraid of the unknown, at least for me, sometimes, especially when we're anxious or we're fearful, our minds run rampant with every possible type of scenario. If anything is possible, even our worst fears can theoretically become realized. So I think that's part of the reason why it can be so scary. One thing that I learned when I was really low, though, that allows me to conceptualize and attach to something instead of the fear of the unknown is I imagine the absolute worst possible scenario that could happen in a situation and I let myself if I have time and I can go through it and give myself time to go through it I go in my head about what that scenario is going to be like Uh, and I often find that real life is never that bad like ever okay most of the time and so I wanted to know what y'all If y'all have any little tricks like that, that you use for big situations and what y'all thought about something like that, I'm telling you, I, I've literally thought about some guy getting mad at me in a car wreck and then full blown wreck happening and dies and stuff like that. And I've let myself go there, but then I'm like, oh, "Oh, it's not that bad. It's no, I know it sounds dramatic, but for my brain, because there's so many different ways it could go. If it goes to there and I'm like, oh, it's not going to go there. It just calms my brain down. It's weird, dog.
1: I don't- know. I don't do that, to that no, extreme. No, I not <laughs> Hey, um, for me. I would say something, maybe something along the lines, but not like everyone, it goes up in flames and everyone dies and- Not every, that.
2: that doesn't happen every time.
1: <laughs> but, I would say, I mean, I think, no, I, I would say I've done that trick before. I've definitely thought, so if this happens and this happens, oh shit, <laughs> just- <laughs> Like, yeah. damn, I don't want that, but what if I do this? Just play out this way or that way? And I kinda like start to see the branches and all that. I don't think about everyone dying, but, <laughs> you know, I mean, hell, everyone thinks how they think. But no, I would say, I've, I've thought about like, if this person hits me, it's gonna go down. Like, this. it's gonna be ugly, so, i thought about that. I'm at the point to where I don't get afraid of stuff like that. If someone presses up on me or like my girl or friends be like, don't do that. <laughs> you don't want that. Yeah. So. so
0: that was for very specific violent situations. But Connor, for some we extreme examples and violent examples, I'm going to mm-hmm. do the more
2: practical day-to-day. It does yeah. not have to be violent. Yeah.
0: <laughs> to answer your question, I don't personally do that. I don't think I ever really got into that. And the reason why I say I haven't is because for me and how my mind works, if I went down that road, then I'm going down the road of all of the bad possibilities that can happen. And then even just thinking about that and instilling that thought into my head,
1: it automatically
0: makes me either doubt myself or doubt the success of the situation or whatever. So I try to avoid that personally, just because of how... I would say inquisitive I am. So if I let one thought fester, then it turns into thought A, one A, one B, one C, etc. Right. And right. so if I went down that negative road, then that's that that's where my head would be at. And then it kind of defeats the whole purpose of embracing the fear of the unknown and trying hey, to just say more of like it is what it is, rather than the notion of thinking of a bad scenario of the situation and hoping it doesn't happen to make myself feel better but i know what you're trying to do there i can see how that would ease your mind i personally it wouldn't work for me yes for you and that's to me everyone has their own coping methods or Mm -hmm. different ways to handle stress and but that's interesting connor that's interesting train of thought to help you but if it
2: works it works i commit to embracing fear of the unknown to the absolute extreme and, and again, I, I'm not suggesting this as advice for people who are listening <laughs> to this. I mean, Hey, if you think it sounds cool and you want to try it, do it. But like, if it stresses you out in the moment, don't, then don't do it. Don't do it. i right. <laughs> like, on right? that one.
1: I don't, I don't like putting negative thoughts up top. So
2: because I overthink and I have those thoughts anyways, I have to embrace them because mm. for me, they happen without me thinking anyways. I have gotcha. those intrusive thoughts that are negative anyways. So I have to embrace them in a very extreme way sometimes because it's so daily and constant for me that getting to there and then going like, okay, well that's not gonna happen. Then that brings right. me more centered afterwards. And then I can look past the intrusivity if that makes sense.
0: I gotcha. Maybe, maybe that was the difference between you and I in that regard is because those intrusive thoughts don't necessarily pop in my mind as much as they probably do for you. So therefore I'm not forced to of them because right. I am like you in a regard where if something does come to my mind, then I
2: like it's there, right? So yeah.
0: It my brains learn to hey Tanner, let's not you know have all this self doubt because then how get fucked kind of deal. You know <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. I, you I guess to so. You not get fucked like that. no, no. I don't want to get fucked like that. I think going off of that kind of leads into what I think our last question is. You know, because we always talk about advice and tips how can people make it easier to embrace their fear even when it seems like it's the scariest thing in the world like i i genuinely want to know expect i want connor to go first after what i just heard come out of connor's mouth what in the world is it the same thing or is it like something along the same lines it's a combination of what i said and what tanner said i mean
2: how i embrace my fear is not going to work for every person in the world. You know, maybe somebody experiences intrusive thoughts and anxiety the same way I do. Okay, so maybe they can try this tactic, but the only way you can know if it's going to work is if you embrace it and like we said at the beginning, dive into the fear in the first place because whether you like it or not, you're you're going to experience fear, anxiety, doubt and you're going to experience the unknown because you you can't possibly experience everything in life. Like you're not going to know everything and the only way that you can learn how to embrace it and learn to not be afraid of it even when it seems like it's scary is number one it's kind of like i i said this earlier i guarantee you most if you think of all the bad things that have happened in your life and you think about you try to think back of what you thought it was going to be like before the bad thing happened i guarantee you not everything but a lot of them are never as bad as you think they are barring Very extreme things, of course, I know that's not going to apply to everything, but I know for me with school, with my work and stuff, if I thought something was going to be really bad, it, a lot of the times does not end up being that bad. So you, you have to learn to not be afraid of the feeling and don't be afraid of your feelings and what accompanies fear, you know, let yourself feel exactly what you're going to feel like Tanner said earlier.
1: All right, Mr. Tanner. I guess my train of
0: thought is here's, here's my rebuttal or question for you to ask yourself when you're fearing the unknown is, do you really want to know everything? And for me personally, the answer is no, Um, especially in terms of knowing when hardships come up, because then guess what, between now and whenever that event does, or is supposed to happen in the future, I'm going to be stressing and thinking about it. So regardless you're stressing out about it. Whether you would know everything, you'd be stressing out still. And the fact that you're fearing the unknown, you're, you're stressing as is. So I guess my question is, do you really want or need to know everything about the unknown? You just have to live day by day. And I know we, we've talked about being future driven and that there's a lot of stress in the future. I admitted that I get stressed out. Connor and GT have mentioned it as well, but there is only so much you can control in your life. And that unfortunately, depending how you look at it for me is the beauty of life the unpredictability and how sometimes things just randomly happen and line up whether it's good or bad you you learn from it you grow from it whatever so i think embracing the fear of the unknown is something that is easier said than done and you'll never 100% have that concept down no matter who you are but try to minimize that stress because it's not necessarily doing you any good just focus on what you could do for your future yeah. self in the unknown and that's the best you can do.
1: I would say. Well said. I like that. I think I agree with that. And to add on to that, we've said it before. And I'm going to say it again. I don't ever want to have to go back and say, like, what if. Right. And the regrets. That's something that's going to eat you alive. You know, and sometimes, yeah. Do I think, like, do I think, like, what if? Yeah. So i am admit, yeah, sometimes I think about it, but. I immediately catch myself and tell myself, Hey, cut that out. Like cut that shit out. Guess what? It's happened. It's, it's gone. And guess what? You can't do nothing about it now. So why are you going to try to go back and change nothing? But as far as for future and fear and unknown, know that I can think of my personal backstory and think I thought it was over. And I thought life could not have gotten better. And I thought life was over. But to come back and to realize that my life got so beautiful and so amazing and filled with just amazing people like you guys, my wonderful and beautiful girlfriend, my beautiful family that I've had my whole life that I just didn't appreciate like I should have. And all the benefits and pros that have come out of staying strong and going through. I think of that and thinking, I can't like I can't get I can't go back I absolutely cannot go back to where I once was mm-hmm. I can't yeah. I've already done it more than once
0: you're also afraid and have fear of what is now the present but at one time was the unknown so what you're living right now at one point was your unknown and you know here you are GT specifically you know you're doing great like i complimented you previously and everything like that so I think it's a great example for people who are listening or watching, realizing that even the present time at one point was the unknown and you used to fear when you were at this point in your life, you know, post-graduation or whatever, and you figured it out and you're still here and you're living. So you know, I think that message in itself, like you said, GT, is, is perfectly said and a great way to end the episode. For this one, Embracing Fear of the Unknown, thank you guys for listening to another episode of Let's Talk 20s. I hope you guys have a great rest of your week follow the podcast, Instagram. Let's talk 20s podcast. If you have any questions or want to talk to either three of us, DM us and we will see you guys in the next episode. Peace. Bye.